Yeah, I'm tryna go down, down as a grave. Every night I get on my knees and pray that I will go down. Yeah, I will go down. Nah. Yeah. Legendary moves, leader of my crew. Heavy is the head that wear the crown. That shit true. Do it like Nip Hustle, that's to fill some big shows. And what good is excuses when the fucking Bristol? Smoking all that sin Run away from my pain, rosemary on my temples. Heard that's good for my grains. Solo in my benzo. Exit off the highway. Solitary thoughts like how to reinvest my side chain. I'm tryna go down, down as a great. Every night I get on my knees and pray. Yeah, I will go down. Shady off the block and we'll smoke and drive Politicking on the block to make it multiply Keep some bitches on the team from the other side Yo, yo, Keep yo, what up everybody? What up, what up, what up? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast I am your gracious host Mitchell Brown Thank you all for joining us on this wonderful podcast that we produce For you motherfuckers um, we are, we, we, we are, we are blessed, you know, every, every once in a while we are, we are, well, yes, we are blessed. Pause. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just start all over. We, we, are, we, we are blessed. We are blessed with life. We are blessed with health. And, um, also on this podcast for this episode, we are blessed with the wonderful, um, spectacular, intelligent, my motherfucking friend, Brittany Myers. Is it Brittany Myers, Complicated Chrissy? How do you want us to? Since it's you, we're going to go with Brittany. Okay. Now, now I don't call you Brittany. No, you do not. Never have. I never, I never have called you. I, I, probably like the first time I met you, I, I called you Brittany. But then like I was like, yo, you know what? It's like you sound a lot like Susie from Rugrats. And it just kind of stuck. And I remember being on campus, and I could just hear you all the way across the yard, Susie. Susie, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying straight up. And you know, and you know, so you know it was me. You know, you know what I'm saying. I do. And that's I, something that, and that's something that's unique to Mitch. Yes. And like you was one of the few niggas from Philly that I liked. Please, you liked us all. No. Well, okay. You did. Okay. I liked I liked most of the people that I met in in college from Philadelphia, but I do not like Philadelphia. Okay, your story, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm just saying, and 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 as I get older, I spend more time in Philadelphia. There are some pretty decent parts. They have a really, really, really good brunch spot that my man Sean took me to one time. What's it called? Um, fuck. I I I I I wish I could. I'm glad that I don't remember because I don't want to give them any free press. Cause fuck them. Cause fuck Philly. But no, it was okay. like um, it was like um, I think it was um in Fishtown, and like they didn't and like they didn't accept. They only accepted cash, which like screamed you know like drug mule place to me. Like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like they're they're trying to launder money or some shit. But it was really really good. Um, like Green Eggs Cafe or something like that. Oh. 
yeah. Right. There is actually several. Yes, I've I've heard. Um, I've heard. Yeah. And like a couple years back, they had like a big old thing where like some customers walked by during like the hours when they were closed, and they had these rats that were like everywhere and crawling all on the tables and floors. Really? So I guess people are eating back there again. So I guess Gee, they thanks. recovered. G <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Well. Yeah. But they had like these red velvet pancakes that people. Yeah, loved yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was, it, it was a pretty good spot. You know, like the the brunch was it. The brunch was hitting. So listen, we have uh, Brittany Myers, aka Complicated Chrissy, aka Motherfucking Susie, here to talk about um, her book. It's complicated. Actually, the entire Go title ahead. is Go ahead. "If Anyone Asks, Tell Them It's if, Complicated." Now. I've 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 noticed on the socials that like you've been riding this complicated wave for a good number of years, right? What like like so? If I'm not mistaken, right? If I'm not mistaken, and and let me know if I'm wrong about the book. But from what I understand, the the synopsis of the book is that it's it's. Uh, a beautiful, cultured, and independent three big city professionals are taking the world by storm. Right? As a simplistic mm-hmm. woman, Brooke learned at an early age the importance of a good education, working hard, standing for what she believes in, never letting people see her sweat, strategically learning the significance of... I, I done lost my fucking spot. Hold up. Cause I, 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 I did some, some prep. Here we go. Strategically learning the significance of time for her family and friends, her career and her 15 year relationship with a newly married man. Brooke is required to forfeit her spontaneous and impromptu lifestyle as she rearranges her priorities and determines what matters most in her life. Can we talk about some spoilers in this book? Cause I got some questions about go for it. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I'll, I'll finish this this uh, uh, brief synopsis, right? While Sabrina's past infidelities infiltrate her family's credence, Jasmine addresses her demons surrounding social settings, money, and drugs. Sister keeping, in quotations, often strange relationships and test boundaries. Without judgment, these ladies are breaking rules and breaking hearts. Listen, is this one of those, like, I hate niggas books? It definitely is not. Okay. Okay. And I, honestly, I've had more females upset with me about the book. Why? What are they upset with? I guess when you're like reading a story, you you always go for like that happy ending. Mm. Happy endings don't always they don't always happen. Not I mean, I live in the real world. I mean. Even whatever glitters is not always gold. Like, things happen. And sometimes, sometimes women do fuck up. Women do fuck up often. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we are to blame. Very rarely we are to blame. But as a grown woman, I can accept things that I've done that I'm not 100% proud of. Okay. I mean, I have friends that can all attest to the same thing. So, I'm not afraid to... To live my truth, even though this book is fiction, I can write from what I can relate to. Word. If that makes sense. Word. 
So, so like, did you take any personal experiences or past experience? Like, like, is are you kind of living vicariously through these three women that this book is about? Um, possibly. Okay. But my imagination did take hold. So, some things are coincidences, are coincidental. Some things have a little truth behind them. I mean, I I really get, just can't say. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, 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 like when I had first seen, you know, you promoting the book on like your, your socials, I thought it was, um, I thought that it was not a fiction book or a, or a novel. It's, it is a novel. Correct. Which is, which is, which is wonderful because that, that allows you to showcase kind of your, you know, creativity and you can kind of base a series, uh, unless like, you know, like one of these chicks get off to which I don't know what happens, you know, we fucking buy it and check it out. You know what I'm saying? But like that, that allows you then to tell a story that may or may not progress the lies, the relationships that these women go through. Maybe. If you do, if you do use that, then I just want my cut. Go on. So I think a lot of confusion comes with the fact that I was releasing the book and still promoting my blog at the same time. Okay. Um, I do have a blog, complicatedchristy.com, where I kind of just write. Um, and I think that people are starting to put everything together, everything together. And I do realize now at the point that I've never distinguished one from the other. So people just see maybe something that I write, which really may be an interpretation of my feelings. And they're like, oh, this book is going to be bomb. And I'm like, oh, that's not even from the book. That's my real life. So... I did realize that I didn't separate the two um, in promoting the book. Did you want to separate the two? Well, I didn't necessarily need to. Okay. Because either way, I would like to either promote my creative writing, which forces you to the blog. And I do, like, mention the blog uh, websites when I do post. Um, But I didn't feel like that I needed to because it all kind of evolves around the same thing. Okay. Okay. Which is life. Okay. So... Like, like, kind of, kind of, kind of walk me through your, you know, creative process as you wrote this book, because there are so many people that want to start blogs that want to, you know, express their you know creativity through some form of, of like literature, be it like writing a blog or like writing a book. You know what I mean? Like, like, why not go with a more modern twist of just like starting a YouTube channel and talking shit through, through like your YouTube channel. Like, like why did you choose to put these words on paper? Okay. So just to be a hundred percent transparent and completely honest, maybe about five years ago, I was like diagnosed with depression. Okay. Uh, I had, I suffered with that. I suffered with anxiety. Um, it was actually, sort of triggered by like a really bad breakup Mm. and not to think that I'm exempt from getting my heart broken but I honestly felt like I didn't know how to cope and I had never experienced heartbreak before so fast forward um I kind of felt like I didn't know what to do with myself my anxiety was at an all-time high so the doctor prescribed me um, some medicine. I didn't like the fact 
that I had to take medicine. Mm. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm pretty happy, pretty go, you know, just easy. Like, mm-hmm. I have a good time, I laugh, I joke, and I lost that person. Mm. And it was a little scary for me. Okay. Because I, I knew that I kind of didn't need medicine. Um, I didn't like the way that people treated me. Like, my, my closer family, my mom, my aunt, they're like, you know, did you take your medicine today? Did mm. you, whatever. And I didn't like that because I felt like I was stronger than that pill mm-hmm. that they were giving me. And so I tried to find, like, different ways just to, just to um, combat that. I tried the gym. I tried working out. I tried hanging with friends. Nothing seemed to work. So writing has always been my go-to, even as a child. Mm. I would be on punishment half of my childhood. And my mom's first thing she takes is the TV and the radio, so I just had my diary. Now, back then, they were more like pages of I hate my mom mm-hmm. or things like that. Um, but writing has always been like my escape route. Okay. Um, so I did what I knew best. Gotcha. I picked up a pen. I just started writing. Hmm. Um, and then from there, I just kind of... I just let it flow. And it took me some time because at first I wasn't going to release it. It was just for my own mental health. Gotcha. Um, and then, like, I would bounce my ideas off people. And people that knew me, they would be, they would want to know what's going on. Okay, well, where are you at now? And then they, like, convinced me to kind of release it, which still just, like, took me some time. But even as I got better and I started, like, finding happiness you know, I would stop for a while, but I would always go back. And that pretty much is what fueled my, my focus to even start writing in the first place. So, like, do you feel like you have to be in a depressed state or, like, a state of sadness or a state of, um, you know, like, anxiety to write? Like, like can you write from a happy place, from, from like, a peaceful place? Most of the time, no. Okay. So, I will... Like, and people ask me, like, why my poster so spread out? But sometimes I do have, like, down moments where I just feel like, okay, I need to write. So for me to just, off the top of my head, like, oh, I want to write something today. It's kind of hard. It, it takes a little longer. Hmm. I usually need something to to occur. Okay. Okay. So, so I mean, I mean, if you are in kind of a rough spot, you know, mentally... Do you write about depressing shit or, or like, can you write up, you know what I'm saying? Can you write about like uplifting positive stories? Because like you, cause, cause you're talking about in this book that you caught a, a, a lot of flack from women because the, the story may not end in a way that people wanted it to. I can write about happy things. It's just kind of hard to write about happy things when you're feeling like shit, really. Okay. Um, like, I do have my good days sometimes. Well, now that the weather's nice, like, I can go and walk by the Tidal Basin in D.C. or go sit on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. And I can just sit with a pen and a paper and I can write. Or sometimes if I went on, like, an awesome date and I'm just like, oh, I can see my whole future with him and I plan it out in my mind. I can write that and be happy. Okay. It's a little crazy, but I can do that. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all about just time and how I'm feeling at the moment. Okay. So like this is, this is your way of 
you know, expressing it. Like how like most people go to the gym and they work out or most people, you know, go fishing or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Your None way. of that worked for me. I tried I tried yoga. That was some boring, stupid shit. And I was like, yo, I just wasted my money. That just made me think more. Like I tried therapy. It just didn't work. My first like five therapy sessions were just me like crying hysterically and nothing got accomplished. And then I like got a uh, psychiatrist that I feel like he was just a pill pusher. He's like, oh, well, what were you on? Let's just up the dosage. And I'm like, okay, that's not the answer. So I knew that I didn't want to be on medicine. I knew that I was stronger than that. Okay. And I don't want to blame my total breakdown on a relationship, but I think it was just me just not knowing how to cope. Word. Word. So you 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 like hinted at, at um um the like if you go on like a good date and you have like a good time that like you can write about that. Right? Mm-hmm. Um do you think that either like you yourself or or let's let's take it off you but put it on to like you know like other people do you think that people kind of go into relationships or like dating you know like situations with like a fairy tale in mind or with something that they already conjured up or like do you think that you're the type of person that 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 flows with the experience i think going into most relationships you you hope for that fairy tale Mm -hmm. even if you know that it's that it's a lie that it's a that it's a story and I think even with social media and people just revealing like their highlight reels of their life, Word. you know, you just, you see that and you, you hope to have that. That's why everybody has relationship goals, bagels. And because you just see that, that picture and you're like, I want that. I want somebody that holds my hand like that or looks in my eyes like that. You know, sometimes you want to, even if it is a lie. Yeah. Sometimes but, you want to live that lie. But sometimes, I mean, I think that girls put up a front a lot of times. And Men too. they say that they, you know, that they don't want that or, you know, I just want. No, nah, I think it's all like a defense mechanism. Word. And, 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 and I mean, like, like, you know, if there is a positive spin on this, like, you know, this, this, this breakup, this heartbreak or, or whatever allowed you to, to create this piece of literature that, you know, people seem to enjoy. Um, I, I myself haven't had a chance to dive into it yet because, you know, uh, motherfuckers from Philly don't got no love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I was, I was sold out. Like the, the support really has been like overwhelming. Like, honestly, I, I totally underestimated the whole thing. And, you know, I'm like, maybe it's not good enough. Like, what if the people don't like it? What if they say this is stupid? What if I didn't use enough big words? Like what? Like, I just didn't know. And I, I kind of got hesitant and I let my fear take hold. And one day I announced it and the next day I snatched the announcement down. And I was like, no, I can't do this. I, hmm. I can't do this. And I just kind of like, it's a battle within myself. Like, maybe I'm not good enough. Hmm. Do you still feel that way? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. Are you like starting to feel like you are good enough? Or, Sometimes. Or what needs to happen for you to feel like, you know, I am good enough? I don't know. Okay. Hollywood, Hollywood would have to call me and somebody say, hey, I got my hands on your book and I think it's amazing. I'll be like, really? My book? Okay. 
<laughs> well, well, well I, mean, I'm, I mean, because, like, I think it's interesting how, you know, we as human beings, we as a, as a society, um, we're conditioned to not think that we're good enough for whatever it is that we want to do. You know, whenever you have um, a goal or a dream or some type of aspiration, you immediately go to, oh, well, I can't do it because, right? And, and, and like, we often try to find... Um, like, 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 it's like the, the, the old adage, like, you know, if I was Kanye, I wouldn't have these problems. You know what I'm saying? But then I'd have Kanye's problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you know, your, your, I guess, downfall or like your, your like struggle led you to doing something great. The key is trying to channel that greatness without the struggle or maybe that's the artistic process i don't know i'm not a creative person you know what i'm saying so i i i, I don't know and, and i mean like we see it in like you know with like fucking musicians and shit like that like you know everybody loved mary J when she was on drugs getting her ass whooped by casey's skinny ass she was pu- she was pumping out hit after hit after hit soon yes. as she got happy we like yo ain't nobody talking what the fuck mary J talking about oh, we need no hateration holleration <laughs> In this dancerie. What the hell is she talking about? I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, 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 you know, I, I, I think that because Susie, like there's so many people that I talk to in my personal life that are like, oh man, like, you know, I really like writing. I have a passion for writing, but nobody wants to hear my shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like, yo, like I really want to, uh, uh, like paint, but nobody wants to buy my shit. Nobody wants to do my shit. So like you wrote a book. That you didn't think people wanted to 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 read or wanted to consume, and so many people wanted it that now you got motherfuckers that want to read this shit. And it's like, oh, now nah, my nigga, you gotta wait, even though you paid. The shit's on back order. <laughs> even though you paid for true, my shit, true, true. you gotta wait, my nigga, because I ain't got no copies for you. That's that's a good problem. Yeah, so for people, and I mean, you can definitely find inspiration. That's one of the good things about social media. You can find inspirations from people that you don't even know. Like, if you just follow some random person, like good quotes or, you know, just a random account, you can read people's words and just be encouraged from that alone. I also think that your support system helps. So I have a lot of people that are encouraging. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said, the support has been great. And I think that there are people that kind of want to see you win regardless. Word. Right? They're like, okay, you're you're a good person. Like, I'm not a shitty person. I'm not just walking around giving everybody my ass to kiss. They're like, she's a decent person. Like, you know, maybe she, her writing is good. Like, she deserves to win. I'm going to help contribute. And, I mean, I've always been a supporter of people. I mean, I know people with clothing lines. I know people with jewelry. I know... You know, I just, it's not going to kill me. You know, I'll people with podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> and, you know, even before my book came out last year sometime, I, like, made a post of, like, all of my friends. You were included. And it was just, like, a, a slideshow of, like, people that I, I was proud of. Like, I'm proud to know that I have people with podcasts. I have people that have blogs that are extremely successful clothing lines kid clothing uh kid clothing lines parenting blogs like i'm proud of those people i'm proud to say that i know them Mm -hmm. um 
I know that as of recently, I've had to like step back and look at my closer circle because you always hear um, people say, and usually successful people say, you know, you need to really dissect your, your inner circle and see, you know, if you can't grow from that, from that person, if they can't help you grow, if they can't motivate you. And I feel like that that's where I am. Mm. Like I am like down for my friends. I want to bring them with me if I get to the top, even though that they may not be motivating me. Mm. I'm just like true to my friends. Okay. But I do, I did realize that I need to like work on like just my associations and meeting people, different people. And I'm like really bad at that. So you're, so, so like you're saying that like you're really bad at like the networking aspect where like you meet new friends or like different people that. To, yeah. To kind of. Push I've been you. here. I've been here for five years in DC and I haven't made any new friends. Maybe. I don't think that my work friends count. No, I don't think no. my work friends count. They don't count. They don't count. Yeah, so I haven't, like, met anybody outside of work that I'm like, oh, hey, do you want to go get ice cream? Like, no. Do you want to talk about something? I don't meet those people because I go to work and I go home. That, that sounds kind of boring, Susie. It's okay. I really, like, live in the middle of nowhere, too. So, like, it's super dark. There's no street lights. I'm a city girl. Once I get off work, I just come home. It's okay. I'm okay with it. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, just as long as you like it, then I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? But I do need to meet new people. I do. Okay. I, I mean, like, maybe, like, we can help with that. Okay. the hood loves me. I get mad love in D.C. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, like, not, like, not like so much in Philly, but, like, maybe you can change that if you, you know what I'm saying, tell me the right place to go. I'm pretty sure you're good in Philly. I don't see when I go home. I don't really know that many people either. I just go home and my mom like keeps me all to herself. Now I don't really get to do nothing. Your mom is a wonderful woman. She is. You know. I I don't like the way you said it, but no. What do you I'm mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I rock with it. What not? I, I mean, I mean, you know, she's a she's a she's a she's a she's a friendly and warm and caring, polite woman. That's all. Nothing there. There ain't. There ain't. You know what I'm saying. Nothing. I'm giving you the side eye. Yeah, nah. Like, this, this, there is no need for for like the side <laughs> eye. She is. She is. She, she she always treated me with love and respect, and and I've always you know tried my hardest to reciprocate those 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 feelings. You know what I'm saying. But um, so you know, tell us, tell us a little bit like about the book. Right. Tell us about I mean, like, like, like did my little synopsis, my little fucking uh, uh, what's the word? Um, soliloquy. Did that like do it justice or like, you know, is there anything that like you want to kind of add to that or, you know? No, I mean, I feel like people are either going to read it or not. It's basically um, a girl who's who a woman who's actually in her 30s. Um, the comparison is that she is originally from Philly. Mm hmm. Um, I can make landmark references because I know mm-hmm. um, she did graduate from an HBCU. It wasn't specific. Um, she, her, she is a, located in Washington, D.C. Um, besides that, we don't have that many other things in common. She has a good job. She has three good or two good friends from college. So what are you trying to say? Based- like, you don't have a good job? You ain't got no friends? I mean, my job is... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
my bills paid. Can't yeah. keep Sally Mae off my back. I'm I'm good with that. Okay. 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 Um, it's basically a group of three girls, and um, they're all trying to stay face for each other. Like every and, uh, from the outside looking in, everybody's life is great, but everybody has like their inner struggles that they're battling with. Mm. Um, and just like I said, sister keeping. Um, it's just. You know, we're all just talking to each other, just trying to keep everybody just on the same track, stay positive, just trying to be there for your quote-unquote sister. Um, but everybody has has issues and trials. And, you know, the main character, Brooke, you know, she she's out here doing her thing. That's what she's doing, and she's living her life like a, a single woman. How do you mean, like, doing her thing? She out here thotting. She got, she got a good job. Mm, okay. She is a lot like uh, some women that I have met here in this area. Okay. Um, so she, I, is she, she thotting or no? Own. I'm sorry. Is she thotting or no? Well, what is thotting? That's a very good question. That is a what, what is that, that is a very good question. I'm 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 not sure. I just know that that's what the young kids say. That's what the young kids say. Well, you ask me. So, what is your impression? What is so, your definition okay. of thotting? Okay. So, so, so in my real life, I don't use those words. Okay. And I will tell you why. Um, thotting to me implies like she's she's a hoe, quote unquote, right? And I don't use those words. I feel like a hoe is something that niggas call women because they have a they have a they have a negative self image about themselves. Right, because dudes only call women hoes when they don't cooperate with what you want to do, or they're no longer cooperating. For example, if I meet a woman and she's attractive, and let's say we're at a a, a party, nightclub, whatever, or even if it's cold in the street, if I meet a woman and I see and I'm like, damn, baby, you know, you looking good as fuck, you thicker than cold peanut butter, whatever the case. Right and thicker than cold peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that that that's a good visual, right? And okay. you know she's like, oh yeah, we're well, well, you know what? I feel the same way about you. And like we go off somewhere to go, you know, have some mutual fun. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She's doing what I want her to do. That's the reaction that I wanted, based off of the energy that I gave off. Right. So why would she be a hoe for doing what I want her to do? To me, she's a smart woman because she ain't because because she knows what she wants. She ain't wasting no time. Right. She's like, yo, you know what? I'm going to use you for the same thing that you want to use me for. She only becomes a hoe when she rejects me. When she rejects me as a way to as a way to hurt her feelings, because I have to offset some of this pain that she gave me. Now, all of a sudden, oh, you know, you hoe ass bitch, nasty bitch, oh, fat ass hoe, slut ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's when is that's when she becomes negative. So at no point in your mind when you're having mutual fun, do you think, hey, she probably does this often? Yeah. But I do it often too. Okay. That's why that's Could how, you take her seriously? Take her seriously in what regard? Afterwards. I, I, yeah. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, like, well, well, I mean, like, me personally, like, I've dated women that, you know, I've had sex with on, like, the first night. I've dated women. Like, like, look, we went on to have relationships after that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like, it's, it's, it's only, so, all of these negative words that, that, that we use to try to control women. And I, by no means, 
am a feminist or any, I don't, that's it, bullshit. Like, I believe in feminism. I don't fuck with feminists. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, um, and, 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 and like, you know, because certain shit is the extreme. Like, that whole Amber Rose slut walk. I know that she's from Philly, but that whole Amber Rose, that shit is bullshit. By I don't understand what the fuck she's trying to accomplish. But I get the message behind it. It's, 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 it's all about trying, to me, it's all about trying to eliminate this double standard. To whereas though, if I, if I go out and I have sex with 90 women in fucking three weeks, I'm the man. I'm, yo, I'm, I'm pimp daddy man. No, you're a man ho. You're a man ho. To, to, to people with common sense, right? I, yes, because, because you are absolutely right. I am a, I, I'm a, I am an ultra promiscuous whore ass nigga. For sure. Easy. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that um, because dudes have a negative self-image of themselves and they hold women or at least or at least appear to hold women at such a high esteem. If you're willing to get down and dirty with me, I know I ain't shit. And if you're willing to get down and dirty with me, you got to be a nasty bitch because I ain't shit. So why would you want to even fuck with me? Why would you even want to suck and fuck me or do any of that shit? Allow me, be vulnerable with me because I'm a piece of shit, dirty ass, grimy ass nigga. You got to be a hoe. You got to be trifling. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's, 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 that's foolish for men. As a man, that's foolish. Not only are you making the block hot for other niggas, right? But now you're making this woman feel bad for doing shit that you want her to do. My nigga, chill. My nigga, yo, listen. A, realize that, that the pussy is not yours. It's just your turn. So don't fuck it up for other niggas whose turn it might be. You making the block hot for real G's. You know what I'm saying? For example, Susie, right? I don't know if you like you listen to hip-hop music often. Sometimes. I'm more of a uh, Aretha Franklin, oh, Anita Baker in the morning. No, no, no. In the morning, is that is strictly gospel because I have to get my mind right before I go onto the plantation. I mean, my job, I got to get my mind together because the devil will steal your joy. But coming <laughs> home, you know, I need to mellow out, okay? I'm just saying. But but sometimes when the weather is nice, you know, and I want to roll down my windows if my car is clean, um, you know, I'll throw in a little little hippity hop. A little hippity hop. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, you may not be familiar with um, a a female rapper that goes by the name Meg The Stallion. Okay, so she has that song. I just saw it on the shade room. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the shade room. I don't fuck with the shade room. What? Um, that's where I get all my information from. They're just as that's good a, as CNN. That's a terrible place to get your information. Uh, no, she had like a challenge going on. Trey songs was in it, and everybody was okay. Whatever. Work. Well, well. What so, did she say? So, well, well, well. Uh, it ain't like so much what she said. Now, I think that Meg Thee Stallion can rap, right? I think that you know she's like she can rap. I don't, I don't, I don't know if she'll okay. be successful as a, as a music artist, but she can rap. But people are talking about. Men on 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 these social media sites are talking about yo make the style and like ain't nobody gonna take her seriously because she twerking, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, nigga. If a woman wants to get half naked and throw her ass on her social media, my nigga, shut up and let this woman do it. At some point, doesn't that get old though? Like For everybody's who? twerking. Everybody. Listen, cool. As a as a heterosexual man that likes attractive women. You're okay with the twerking movement. I'm okay. You're not tired of seeing it? Fuck no, I'm not tired of seeing it. Maybe I'm 
maybe I saw, I'm a little biased because I can't, and I've tried in the mirror, and it doesn't work. Well, that but sucks. So I then you're a hater. It's old and it's played out now. It's, for it's who? Stupid. Old and played out for who? It's like the heel toe, just retired. It's not. <laughs> it's like the heel toe, the heart <laughs> shake. It's over. It's not the heel toe. It is the heel toe. It's not the heel toe. <laughs> I'm just saying that if a woman wants to, yo, yo, shut up, my nigga. You had to. Cause you, cause you use the same terminology. That can you take her serious, right? Yes. Would you take a dude serious if he was twerking? Absolutely no, not. No, no, nigga. I'm not talking about people twerk. <laughs> I sure the fuck absolutely hope not. not. Even though, like, issues. some niggas like to get their twerk on. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like if, like, let's say you know you like fuck me to dude and y'all go out and. You, Y'all have a good date, and you know he trying to get Philly and touchy with you, like after the date. Would you automatically assume that he a hoe ass nigga? So the problem is, and it's probably not a majority problem. It's probably just my problem. If I don't like you, if I don't like you at all, like if I'm on a date and I'm like, oh, I can't wait for this thing to be over. If your leg is touching mine, I'm going to be irritated. I'm irritated if you breathe. I'm irritated by everything. So do not touch me at all. Okay. Okay. Now, it's different. <laughs> like, if I'm feeling you and I'm like, oh, he got cute. Oh, we could probably spend forever together because, you know, he got a job. He got all his teeth. <laughs> he got a strong hairline. Like, it's just, you know, whatever. Wait a second. Let's not talk about the strong hairline. <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a man that's hairline deficient. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not a must. It's not a must, okay. but you know, okay. it make you smile if you know you got all these waves and stuff. But um, you know, he got nice eyes. You be like, oh, I could pass that down to my daughter. Like you can play it all in your mind. Okay. Then you know if he, you know, puts his hand on my knee, I'm not like pushing it off. I'd be like, oh, okay. But if he tries to eat your pussy on the first night, are you gonna take him seriously? <sighs> it depends. Depends where I am in my life. Okay, fair. <laughs> no, but but in the back of your mind, you would think like, hmm, how many vaginas mm. has he tasted? Mm. See that, and and but so what? What does that matter? If this it, fucking because it because it matters. It doesn't matter. So 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 then what? There's a threshold. There's a cap for how many? I just I just want to know how frequently he does this. Am I special? Am I this just his routine? Like, I need, I need to know. Okay. You know, I don't want to be in the mall holding your hand. You kiss me and the girls walking by me giving me the eye. Like, <laughs> he just, you taste me. And I'd be like, wait, what? Mm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want that. Mm, that's hard and maybe for me. That's, maybe that's where I am in life. Like, maybe I don't Maybe that's want where you that. are. Personally. I don't know any woman that honestly just wants that. Don't no woman want a man that don't know other women want. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I would be okay with that. Fuck out of here. So, well, okay. Okay. Well, one man might. You might be. But women, no. 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 I, I'm pretty sure that I I might be able to ask a, a handful of girls that would be okay with nobody wanting their man. Like, what happened to beauty is in the eyes of its beholder. Yeah, okay. Beauty m- might be. But, but like, fuck, sometimes you don't want beauty. Sometimes you want a nigga to no. fold you into a pretzel and dig that thing out. What? I'm just, I'm just saying I could want somebody that, that a lot of women overlook. And I'd be like, huh, I got a gold. I hit a gold mine. Word. Word. 
Somebody and y'all don't have to, y'all don't have to be checking for my man. Good, don't check for him. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Okay. I don't want to go outside and every time I turn my back, we in the supermarket, I hear somebody giggling uh, uh, all over with my man. Like, what the hell's so funny? Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. I just have a different belief. That's all. So, do you are you speaking for all men by saying that? No man wants a woman that other men don't want? No. Men are stupid. I don't think I have to tell you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't think I have to tell you that. Men are are stupid shallow fragile creatures. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't I, I don't think I have to tell you that. I'm actually being recorded. But, um, but yeah, men, so, 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 all right, I think that social media does a lot to influence the deficiencies that we have as a society, as a, as a public, for example, when was the last time you looked at your MySpace page? Uh... Maybe a year ago, I went to see what pictures was on there. First, I went to see if it was still activated, and then I was like, "Damn, what and pictures it, is on there?" And, and and like it's it's insane. Like when you look at that shit, like yo, this this the type of shit that I was on in 07. Why is it still there? I should deactivate. I don't even know how. I don't even know how, right? So, you know, my my fuck my man Sal had you know like came up to Jersey about like two weeks ago, and um, we was having a conversation about you know how like Facebook tells you. Um, you know, oh, look at this post from five years ago. And you read that shit, you're like, damn, I was tripping. That is some depression shit <laughs> yeah. right there. It, it, what? You ever have it throw like an X up? You be like, yo. What the fuck no, was I thinking? Delete, block, no. Right? So, we pull up my MySpace page. And my MySpace page is still active, right? And, 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 and you know what? Fuck it. If anybody wants to check out my shit, my MySpace page is myspace.com backslash jumbo dick. Because that's the shit that I was on. Yes, right. And MDB, I yep. remember that. <laughs> I think I have a picture with you doing the little hands. Yes, I have that. We were in Fort Lauderdale or Daytona or something. MDB, nigga, you down? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, my MySpace page is full of shit that I hope that that is deaf that I like. I was tripping, but not just that. The women on my MySpace page. These are women. That I don't only few of them whose names that I still know because they're still active, like Bria Miles. Shout out to Bria, right? But now you see this influx of build a body models on it. Everybody's a model on Instagram. Flat tummy T, Fashion Nova, all that shit. Well, the thing to, the thing that got me is that they're normal girls. Like, okay, if you're pursuing. Boom. If Boom. you're pursuing a, a career and trying to be a video girl or, you know, you're trying to be on TV, when I realized that normal people at normal jobs were financing asses, I had a problem with that. Like, you just want to walk around your office with a big old ass. Boom. Just so you can post pictures on Instagram. Boom. And not get an extra check for it. Boom. And put your body at risk. By going to some country somewhere else to get it done for cheaper, and you're okay with this? Boom. 
And, and y'all support it. And y'all support it. Because y'all right under the pictures, all these heart faces. Damn, I would love to be your toilet tissue, all this extra shit. Hyping them up. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That's why they're doing it. But you know what? I won't put that, my body through that for likes. That, again, that's, for likes. that's a, that's a, that's a small, that's stupid to, to, for do, to do that for likes and comments. You're not getting any type of fulfillment in real life. The best thing that you're going to get is pregnant by a nigga that ain't going to take care of his child. Well, maybe he might take care of it. Fuck out. Ain't none, ain't, 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 <laughs> ain't no nigga that's going to fuck with a chick because she got some manufactured ass that she bought in Colombia. If if that's all it took to get this nigga, this nigga, he ain't shit. I don't know. I watch botched all the time. And people are in there with their husbands. And their husbands are like, yeah, you know, this is what she wanted to do. I wanted to support her. I don't know what botched is. It's a show that comes on with people that get these surgeries, these cosmetic surgeries, and then they're fucked up. And now they're coming to some good doctors in L.A. to have them fix it. I don't believe that shit. What? I've seen it. It's real. No, 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 no. It, it, <laughs> it might be a real television show. I don't believe that these people are legitimate married couples, that these doctors are even, you know what I'm saying? I don't believe that shit. So if your wife says, you know what, after, after we've had our three children, you know what, I just feel like my breasts aren't as perky. I would just like to have them lifted. It would just make me feel so much better. It would make my self-esteem better. And maybe you realize that she's like, being antisocial, she's looking a little frumpy because she's not proud of her breast. And you knew that, or you know, that if she did give these a uh, breast augmentation, that it would make her feel better. Do you encourage or you or what? Getting a breast lift and getting a gel core ass in Colombia ain't the same thing. Okay, what if she want a little ass? Because once you get your breast done, now I'm gonna want a little ass because I can't have these perky breasts and then this long droopy ass. Um, I would let my wife know that I think she's beautiful, regardless of what she looks like. If she's doing this for her, for whatever, for her mental whatever, I would, I might reluctantly support my wife because I, you know what okay. I'm saying? She's a grown woman. She does whatever she wants to do with her body. I, I will let her know that she ain't got to do it for me. But once she gets it, I mean, once you get it, you got to show it off. Listen, I mean, it's like buying a new car. Why would you let it sit in the garage? Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so like, now like, she's like, on Instagram because, you know, she, she, now she feels her. better by herself. She's not going to answer Why she not going to be on Instagram? She's not going to be on Maybe she on her friend's Instagram. Her friend took a picture of her. Fine. She's she not going to be taking no, no, no fucking, <laughs> no, no, like, dirty mirror bathroom selfies or nothing like that. Ass pop. She with her girlfriends. They about to go turn up. She got caught in the picture. Ass popped up. I mean, yeah, that's okay. That's okay, but like she ain't gonna like she ain't gonna have like the the the, the fucking thought account where she's selling flat tummy tea on her goddamn Instagram. And well, then I just need a little extra income in the nah, house. I mean, no, it's no, a check. No, I got it. Okay, I got it. Okay, okay. I got talk, it, baby. Talk that shit. Yeah, I I got it, baby. You ain't gotta sell no fucking flat tummy goddamn tea. You ain't gotta sell no fashion nova. Fuck. Even shit. if she got a hundred grand in a student loans, I, you got that too. I got it, baby. For Are you single? Uh, for us. Are you single? Because I'm because I'm sure for there's us. a couple women that want to know if you're single. Listen, listen, Susie, you and I already talked about what we could do about your loans. And if you want to talk about it here, <laughs> I, I, I got I got to turn the podcast off because it's out of compliance. And I know Rachel is listening. You know what I'm saying? Hi, Rachel. That's a that's like inside joke, but you know what I'm saying. Um, um, I I I think that people. 
people don't do things that lead to their fulfillment. People often accept what they want right now in place of what they want later on, right? People have to learn delayed gratification. Once but why? Not, not in, this, in this time. We are the now generation. Everything we, we have is now. We don't, the younger kids don't even know what an encyclopedia is. And, okay, we used to have to look shit up. And that's why people have the issues that they have. That's why people have some of the mental health issues that they have because you're comparing your real life to somebody's highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? I think that like 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 I'm strongly considering getting rid of these social sites because it's poison. It's poison. It's never it's never anything uplifting. It's never anything positive. It's always some bullshit. Maybe it's who you follow. I, I try to follow some 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 people that I fuck with to, to provide me with something that can uplift my my brain, my mind. And you still don't feel motivated? Well, on certain sites. So I'm only on fucking Instagram because ubiquitous camera phone technology plus innate attention whore predispositions leads to countless hours of visual joy. <laughs> Okay, so that's why I'm I am on fucking Instagram. I am on Instagram like if you it, you, you know how people you can see what people like and shit like that. You'll see like I like a whole lot of Ashanti's posts. I like a whole lot of all them all them all them half naked fitness models on Instagram. And I feel like these people, that's all they have. That's all they have. I feel like when you when you post those type of pictures, you're showing that's all you have to offer, and then. They get mad when you meet a guy and all he wants to do is fuck. But the same goes for men who just want to post all the shit that they have. Mm -hmm. And then they meet a girl and then she's like, all right, I want some too. Exactly. And they're like, oh, she's a gold digger. No, nigga. All you do is flash money, jewels, cars, like. It ain't nothing. Blow money fast, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Blow your money fast on me. Blow that shit. Yeah. Spend that shit. And and then then niggas get mad at the city girls because they want to get flued out. Okay, so I didn't really know about the City Girls. <laughs> I had to, like, listen to a song. I'm like, what is everybody talking about? City Girls, what is going on? And then I saw it, like, come up, and it's, like, one of the girls in jail. I'm like, what is going on here? And I listened to one of the songs. I mean, it's not a bad song. No. It's got a nice beat. It got, it, it, and you can shake your ass to it. Well, I mean, like, you can't, but other women can. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the twerking type. That ain't mm-hmm. me. I don't even go to the club. I don't go to the lounge. I don't do nothing. We too old for clubs, though, to be real. Are we? There's a lot of old people still in clubs. I see them on my timeline. Well, again, do you want to be? Do you aspire to be like these niggas? I feel yeah. like I can't be in the club no more because I ain't got no hairline. Only well, niggas with hairlines could be in the club. You can hit them with the uh, with the hat trick. I'm not. I'm not out here hat fishing. You could. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm you not. Know, maybe some drunken hot girl might sit there and want to rub your bald head. Yeah, see, I'm so like, I'm at the stage in, well, we're at the stage, but but of course there's a privilege of being a man um, where like I'm young for the old bitches and I'm old for the young bitches. I don't know. I heard they like them old out here in these streets. I mean... <laughs> I like them 401k pension ready. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, some benefits, some 
house almost paid for. You know what I'm talking about? House almost paid for? What, kids damn there in, in college? You're like an empty nesters? Hello. Wow. You, you They got the freedom to pick up and go. They might be caring for like an elderly mom or something, but they got a little more freedom. Please don't tell me you out here fucking checking for niggas with gray pubic hair. Well, I don't care what color the, hair, the pubic hair is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want them that old. I mean, I might try to have kids or something. I mean, yo, old niggas. I'm, listen, I know old niggas that be shooting twins out their dick. I just don't want to. I don't want to be picking up my kids from school. They be like, "Who's grandparents are those?" And I'm like, "Shut the hell up, little kids." No, nah, but I mean, like, yo, yo, that's. I mean, well, a, well, uh, well, if they white, that's another conversation because white people age like bananas. But it, because you know, so listen, I'm sure like you work with some white girls that's like 26 but look like they 43. Okay, most of my attorneys in my office are young, fresh out of law school. Mm. Oh, oh, so, so, so that means that they ain't getting paid shit, then they're getting horse fucked. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. We're going to bring them in at, uh, at average prices. We are very competitive when we recruit our first year attorneys. Look at you. Look at you out here sounding like a company nigga. I'm just saying. Look at you. We bring them in. We. <laughs> Who the fuck is when, we? When we bring them in, when we recruit them, we, we only word. recruit the best. Oh please! Oh please! I mean, I, we do. Oh please! I mean, oh please! You ain't recruit niggas from the University of Phoenix Law School like shit, nigga. Absolutely not. Fuck no, out of no, here, no. nigga. You ain't got a G no, me, no, Susie. No, no, no. We're gonna take our Harvards. Shout out! We got this new. Black attorney, lateral attorney. She went to Harvard. She worked for NSA. She is, I am rooting for her so hard. She doesn't even know. So are you rooting for her because she's a black woman? Or Yes. Okay. And yes. and like, so, 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 so like you're okay with, because there's, there's, there's a lot of shit that we can't do anymore as a, as a society that's frowned upon. A lot of things like that what? I can't, like, um, so, you know, like Jordan Peele. Right, mm-hmm. he had the movie Us, and Jordan Peele s- stated publicly that he would not, that that he wouldn't have, um, a white person in a leading role unless that role called for it, like some type of biopic or something like that. And he received a lot of flack for that. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that he was wrong in saying that, and he said it because we've seen that story before. And I feel like me rooting for somebody because they are black is okay. Because there's a lot of people not rooting for her because, because she's black. she is black. Word. And and I, I'm okay. I mean, she could do a shitty job. If I can help her out, I'll be like, listen, you you messing up. Word. This is what we need Tighten to do. Tighten up like, and then, you know, like, try to give yeah. her some advice so she could, like, fucking step her game up. Yeah. So, but I just think that she's bad. Like, resume was just bad. I was like... I envy her. I can't be too hyped at work, but yeah. I'm like, good job. She comes in natural hair. I'm like, go ahead, girl, do it. So, as a creative, can you write white characters? I actually have a, a white character in the book, which kind of made everything just a little like funky because. I- I'm at work and one of my coworkers is like, oh, what are you reading? And I'm like, I'm not reading it, whatever. She just saw me with it in my arms. So she like grabs it and she's reading. She's like, oh, you wrote this? She was like, I need to read it. And I, 
in my mind, I was like, oh, God, what did I say about white people? Because I write, like, what I know. I mean, I know I wasn't totally racist, but I know that I do touch on a scene of um, domestic abuse, and it involves a white woman. Um, also, my main character travels to um, a rally, a Black Lives Matter rally mm-hmm. in there, and she has, like, some conflicts and some ideas with, like, opposing white people mm-hmm. and writing it you you don't want to really offend anyone and even though it's fiction yeah you just don't want to offend anyone i guess because sometimes i'm selling them personally and i don't want her to look at me and say okay she's a racist she don't like white people and that's not it mm-hmm. now for a complete stranger they're like okay whatever but i want to be and I think it's a struggle because I want it to be for my people. I don't want to offend people, but I want it to be not only just for my people, but for everyone. Mm-hmm. But primarily for my people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard. I have a friend that in college, um, you definitely know this person, um, that started a clothing line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, why don't you put some black people in it? Black History Month, why don't you like, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, you know, I don't want it to be just for black people. I want it to be for everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but your people come first. And now I think as as I am trying to cater to the masses, I understand kind of what he was saying. But, but when I said it to him and he gave me his reply, I took a step back like he doesn't care about his people. Mm-hmm. But I understand now. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. So, like, do you think that, like, it has to be... So, so so you're saying that you didn't get it until you had to market something to the masses as well. Do you think, right. do you think that that's something that kind of gets lost in this idea of supporting black businesses where, like, people feel like things should exclude non-black people? Like, yo, I, we, need a, uh, we need a restaurant with only black people... Black people cooking, black people eating, only black people. Like, 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 do you feel like that's something that we should strive for? Or should we just strive for something where black people are, are owning these systems or in charge of these systems that are patronized by everyone? It's a catch-22. I do believe that we should own some stuff and it should be all of us. And, you know, it should just be blackity black black. I mean, I feel like the white people do it. And they will exclude the hell out of black people. They will have a show. It won't be one black person, not a passerby, not a person that get killed off, nothing. Like Game so of Thrones. I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. But um, I think that it's important for us to see that. And I think it's important for the whole representation of, of, what, we, of what we show to the world. I think that, that our kids need to see it. I mm-hmm. think that... It's amazing. I mean, I have the Obama, um, the President Obama talk all the time, but I think that it inspired a lot of people. You know, people say, oh, he didn't do anything for black people, but I think his presence alone inspired a lot of people. Just the fact that he was able to do it. I mean, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, please don't let him find no dirt on him. Please just let him be, you know, this this black person, this black person of, like, excellence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that the image of him and his family represented that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that it was a really positive thing for for our community to see. So, do you 
Okay, so you know, let's 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 like stay in like this politic realm. Do you believe that black people deserve, um, you know, like reparations? That's that's like a big topic amongst this, you know, political vibe now. I mean, I've been like trying to buy a house for like the past two or three years. I could use my forty acres okay. and my mule right now. Okay? okay, and anybody else that don't want theirs, I will be willing to take it off their hands because acres are really expensive out here. And, I'm saying. Yeah, and 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 you live in a very um, you know expensive part of, of the world, as do I. You know, um, so now you mentioned Barack Obama. Should people like Barack Obama, who um, his lineage isn't a Black American lineage, right? Like his 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 the Black side of his family comes from Kenya. Okay. Should people like Barack Obama? be like take part in this reparations should they be awarded reparations should these reparations be gifted or you know given or received or whatever i think having any any black person having spent time here a large portion of your life here in america should potentially benefit okay we we've been discriminated against we so um, who who is the we that you're talking about? We, every, all black people of color. But if we want to just talk about a black person right now, let's talk about black people. Okay. I mean, I feel like <clears throat> I've been discriminated against, discriminated against um, in jobs. For sure. Um, I don't. I don't think that it's ever been extremely blatant. Like, people have stories. They've been followed around the store. They've been whatever. I don't have those kind of stories. I've never been called anything to my face. And I know somebody said something about me. I'm black, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. dark-skinned, like, black. Mm -hmm. I know somebody has looked at me and was like, uh, said some things. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that we suffer and that our youth suffer from um, because we are black. I just think it's just a setback, period. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that we all should, I mean, if you've spent time here for a majority of your life, you should be, I mean, take a student loan, take a something, do something. Okay. I mean, because we just really haven't had the handouts that other people have had. Correct. I don't want to hear welfare. I don't want to hear any of that stuff. Like every system is designed for us to, to fail. And right, they they write it in, in these books and they use their lingo to try to not make it as obvious. But we we have seen the system fail us time and time again. And it's, now it's just blatant. I mean, we have, you know, someone in office who is giving, um, who are giving voices to people who, you know, were, were silent about their... <laughs> their attitudes and their platform. Like, we've given them a platform for them to feel bold to come out and actually say something. Well, because we're making America great again. If, if that's what you want to say, but that's... That's, that's not what I want to say. That's what they say. That's what, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what the president of these United States are saying. But but nobody has been able to say what great was. Oh, you know what great was. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But... but I'm I'm not my grandmother. I'm not. And and it's funny because I do come from, I'm that generation right under 
my mom was like the the people who like march with Dr. King and you mm-hmm. know she would go to Virginia and she still would see the color side so they believe in marching mm-hmm. so I'm you know taught not to be like disrespectful to like people and you know not to be too loud and you know you just always have to consider how you're being portrayed this younger generation oh they don't give two f's okay they gonna burn your shit they shit everybody shit like and I think that I'm just more humble just because of where I fall in, like, the the generational scale. I'm thinking we can just boycott and we can just march, and mm-hmm. that doesn't work. That doesn't None work. None of that works anymore. That doesn't work. I mean, I mean, like, not even, like, anymore. Like, clearly that didn't work then. Well, I think that on certain things, if you look at the, the, boy, the bus boycott. Yeah, but I mean, like, the bus boycott was in Montgomery, Alabama, we can't do, we can't for seem to months. stand together for anything. Who, well, again, you, you say we. Who is this we? We. People, the oppressed. Okay. The people that are oppressed. So there are tons of brothers and sisters that look like us. That aren't us. That they, aren't us. Angela Rye says they're, they're skin folk, not kin folk. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of niggas out here think that the white man's ice is colder. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? So like 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 our yeah, and then they and then somehow something always happens. They hit that glass ceiling really hard, like forcefully, and then they want the black community to embrace them again because I am black. No, 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 not just yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Not just that though, but because black people like we are the most embracing community ever, and very forgiving, very, very forgiving because because we we were taught to be spiritually sound when they when that white boy ran up in uh charleston and shot up those people and those families like the next day could say i forgive you that, that pissed me off i ain't there yet that pissed me off i know the lord's still working on that it i ain't there off. yet I, I i i will never be there fuck out of here fuck out of no, here no 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 i'm just not there yet fuck out of here there. i never want to be there I, I never mean, want I to guess, be there. I mean, but you can look at the whole you hold on to hate and anger. Yes, and I do hold it. on to hate and anger, motherfucker. You got you got my grandmama in church on a Wednesday, bitch. You coming in here shooting, you punk motherfucker. I'm pissed. Fuck you. Forgive. Fuck out my face. That's pussy ass shit. That's pussy ass shit, Susie. I mean, maybe it makes those people feel better. Fuck that. Maybe, maybe letting go and, and giving that... That power up makes people feel better. You don't hold on to that. You, I mean, I watched the funeral today and Nipsey's mom got up there and I mean, she was, she was, she was okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch a minute of it. I don't believe in willingly participating in sadness. Um, Nipsey's death um, bothered me way more than I was comfortable with his death bothering me. Um... And I, I, I didn't want to see it because I didn't, but, I didn't, I, the, I just didn't want to. The calming and soothing mm-hmm. tone that his mother spoke mm-hmm. in where she was able to be okay with the situation and whatever the case may be, you know, she, um, attributed, um, like religion mm-hmm. to it, to her healing process, which is fine. But you know, you being angry sitting at home, like, refusing to partake in any of these services or acknowledgments. And she's, like, living her life stress-free. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's stressed, but it's just not... You have to let that anger go. For sure. And, and, oh, and, 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 I mean, you know, listen, and, and 
the the Nipsey situation and the 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 terrorist act in at, at, at the church in in you know South Carolina are not even the same. It still hurt. It, it's it, it's hurt. It, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. It still who's hurts. hurt. There's no there's no level of hurt. There's not like hurt to the tenth power. Like if you step on my toe and and it hurts my feelings and I am hurt, I am hurt. You can't tell me that I'm not. Yes. But stepping on your toe and running over nine people's foot with a fucking pickup truck is not the same thing. You don't know. One is physically hurt and one is mentally no, hurt. No, I, I, I do know. They're, they're di- different. Okay, if, if a young teenager who's texting and driving kills my grandma, mm-hmm. I'm hurt. Yes. Right? Yes. And that doesn't mean that anybody else who suffered a loss at the hands of someone else. Like, it still hurt. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could hurt from your grandma just just dying from old age. It's just sad. You're hurt. Yes. I think there's also a part of black society where, though, we don't expect to get justice from the crimes that are committed to us. Right? Like, I mean, does justice, does justice help? Does it help? If somebody takes somebody from you and you they ask, get caught and they go to jail, does that make you feel better? I I am I am fortunate that I I I haven't had any um, anybody extremely close like a family member. I haven't lost a family member to any type of like I don't have any family members that have been murdered. Knock on wood. Um, I do have friend. I have had friends that that were murdered, and um, you know you know we know somebody that we went to school with that was murdered. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Nebrim, fucking R.I.P. Nebrim. His murderer never received just he like he never received justice. He got off on some technicality bullshit, which was disgusting in my opinion. So if he would have been found guilty and done time, would that make you feel better? Slightly. See, I, I don't think that, that it would for me. If somebody killed someone very close to me right now, me watching their murderer go to jail doesn't make me feel better. So you're saying that... But not saying that if I see them running around just living life to the fullest on yachts and stuff, like, but it doesn't bring that person back. It doesn't really... It doesn't cure my hurt. So George Zimmerman walking around versus being in prison... There's no difference. To, is, there's no difference to you. No. Okay. Okay. Well, we have a differing. Honestly, I, honestly, I said just, just for, just for aesthetics. Like they could have, honestly, they could have locked him up and said, "Okay, we sentence him to whatever." His family clearly has ties to the jail. They could have snuck his ass out the back door. No. Who the hell would know? What are you talking? Who about? Who would have known? Uh, what do you mean? Who would have known? What are you talking about? Who would have known? What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who would have known? Who would have known? Clearly he's walking around. People don't feel the need to want to murder him. So obviously there's more people that feel the same way that I do than you. Well, which, which, you know, goes goes to speak about who we are. When you say we. Who are we? I think that we, I think that there is an assault and 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 I'm not I'm not wearing no like tinfoil kufi or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So like they ain't this ain't no conspiracy bullshit, but there's an assault against quote unquote black Americans. Whereas though 
black Americans have to be merged into this person of color. Where like our struggle, our plight is the same as fucking President Pussy Grabber locking up Hispanic kids in, in tent cities and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Where Whereas though like our plight has to be described as, oh well, uh, uh, my Irish granddad, he suffered just like, you know what I'm saying? Because we're persons of color. That's horseshit in my opinion. That's horseshit. Black Americans built this country for free. Well, the issue is, before going to the school, I, my neighborhood was very uncultured. I was, I was ignorant. I was culturally ignorant. Where right? you from All Spanish people. I'm from West Oak Lane, so okay. it's like uptown. Um, I knew that everybody that spoke Spanish, they was they were Puerto Ricans. Okay, I don't know that they're Puerto Ricans, but they have a corner store. They're the poppy stores. They're all Puerto Rican. Poppy They're store. all Chinese. Okay, right <laughs> everybody. Or you're black or you're white. That's it. When I got to college and I started like meeting people, primarily the people from New York, they're like, oh, I'm from Guyana. Mm-hmm. I'm from, and I'm like, where the fuck are these places at? They making up shit. Like everybody that I met from New York, like nobody was American. I'm like, what kind of shit is this? And I learned about so many different places. And I'm like, oh, y'all all not just black? And I guess it would bother me when I go to school and I would like meet people and they're like, okay, what are you? I'm like, I'm black. I'm black. They're like, no, no, no. You have to be something else. Nah, no, I'm black. I'm black, homie. I'm my dad's black. from North Philly. My mom's from Philly. I'm black. Word. Okay. Ain't no. But like, and it used to irritate me when people were like, oh no, you look exotic. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all trying to say. I don't want your number. And everybody I met was a prince. Everybody's like, oh, I'm a prince. How many? Freaking countries are like how many princes are there? You talk about them scamming ass Nigerians? No, they was on campus. They scam on campus. Well, I guess yeah. so. Yes. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They yeah. Do. Them scamming ass Nigerians. You know all. You know exactly this group of niggas that I'm talking about. But no, but but they were quick to correct me when I just say that they're black. Oh no, I'm not oh, black. No, I'm not black. I'm, I'm Guyanese. From, I'm from Senegal. Um, whatever. Word. So so that's the problem right there. Like they don't want to stand in our fight. Word. Until. Until it's beneficial for them. So then they become the we also. So again, Brittany. Who is the we that I'm talking about? Hello. Talk about my ass. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Because yo, we got no choice but to, like 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 I I pay attention to all these niggas who got these these random flags at on like they Twitter handles and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, my nigga, you, you don't really, you, you can't really relate. And like, there's this belief that like black is equal to African-American, which it is not. Do you believe that you're African-American? No. No, I don't. Cause I know white bitches from Africa and they come over here and guess what they are? African-American. You feel what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. I don't, I don't shit about how that's Africa. I'm, I'm, I'm from I've, America. I've caught so much backlash by saying that though. People are just like, oh. My mom just looks like she's embarrassed by me. <laughs> no. Which is fine. You know what I'm saying? But like, nah, I'm not like, yo, we don't call white people German-Americans and shit. We don't call white people Polish-Americans, Italian-Americans, English-Americans. We don't do that shit. We call them niggas American. Why can't we be American? Sometimes they do. 
I mean, I mean, only Irish American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they add fucking five things in front of American. Like, all right, shut the hell up. Who cares? And 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 like that's the whole like five dollar Indian thing, so they could get some of that casino money and shit. Hello. You, you feel what I'm saying? Because when my hair is pressed out, I be you know thinking I'm. Okay. Yo, yo, listen, listen. I, I like, 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 no, like, bullshit. Like, no, like, funny shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have family that today live on a reservation, right? Like really? my, yeah, my, like my great, great, my great grandmother, um, was Mohawk Indian out of fucking Poughkeepsie, New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got family still there. Dope. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, nigga, I'm black. Like I'm, nigga, I'm black in a Don Cheeto, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't, like I'm black, yo. Bruh. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, like I, like you know, when I had hair, it was good that my hair would grow a certain way and my shit had like a certain texture and like you know what I'm saying. Like, you had like that good hair. You feel what I'm saying? Because I had whatever good hair family. means. You feel me, boo boo? Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in real life, yo, I'm like I'm black, and people are like, yo, like what are you? Because it's the same shit. Like as, as my hair grew, niggas thought I was Jamaican because I hung out with Tricks and Tricks was Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you Jamaican? Nah, nigga, I'm from Jersey. Like, nah, but like, where your parents from? Well, my pops from Brooklyn, my mother from Connecticut. Nah, I mean, like, where your people from? Yo, my, my nigga, we See, from... and I would get that too. I'm like, yo, what's, what's wrong with being black? But that's all I knew. That's... So to me, everybody was black in my eyes and, until they told me otherwise. And Philly's kind of there's there's a lot of racial shit that happened in in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 Philly's kind of. Philly's like a segregated northern city. I guess I like I was just blind to all of that. Like I literally went to school on a farm. Wow. And people are like, is the school in Philly? And I'm like, yes, it's in Philly. It's just on a farm. Wow. Okay. Everybody majored in some kind of agricultural science. So we had black, we had white. That was it. That was it. All the black kids hung together. My graduating class was probably less than 100 students. That was it. Wow. Black and white. When I came to Morgan for a tour and I went to Virginia for a tour, I had never seen that many black people. Mm. I was very excited. Mm. I said, I gotta go. I gotta go to something. Mm. I have to go because I was just intrigued by the amount of black people. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I caught backlash from, like, my mom. She's like, you know, you won't know how to cope. You know, you need to have some white people around. You need some white friends. And I'm like, no, I'm good here. I got some white friends that I can call back in high school. You know, I'm good. And that's just how I carried it. And I will always promote for, like, an HBCU. Now, I can give you directions on how to do things a little differently from from how I did it because I was on about the the five-and-a-half-year plan. But it's okay. Word. Yeah, that's perfectly okay. Perfectly so okay. I, can, I can give you the keys on how to just do it just a tad bit differently, but I'm glad that I made my choice. Um, I've made some awesome friends, and Fact. I've learned a lot about different places. Word. And different people. Word. Word. So, Susie, tell everybody where they can find the book once, you know, so we get some restocks. The book is on Amazon, so you can order it at at any time with Prime. It'll get there a day, two days. Um, I had my own personal order that I was signing, 
um, and personalizing for people that I knew. Um, they could reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at complicated underscore Chrissy. Um, we can arrange to have a book sent to you. Okay. If you have any connections with anyone, I would like to get my hand, my book in the hands of, of some people that possibly could just grow, grow this book into something. My main goal is to maybe do like a web series or, you know, just, I think it's, I think it's show worthy. I Word. think it. I think it it'll be a good look. So 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 tell us the title of the book again. So it's if anyone asks, tell them it's complicated, and it's by Complicated Chrissy. That okay. is my alter ego and my brand. Also, I do have a website, um, which is complicatedchrissy.com. Um, there, I will make announcements about. Um, appearances. I have an event coming up in Philly. Anybody that listens, anybody that supports, whether you bought a book or not, you can come through. It's just, it'll be a, an appreciation party because I do really just appreciate the feedback that I've been getting. Um, if you did buy the book, I would encourage you to go on to Amazon, leave a review um, just to promote that. But And like, this is a self-published book. It is a self-published book. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, so the title one more time, because I I, I forgot. If anybody asks, asks, tell them it's complicated. complicated. By Complicated Chrissy. By Complicated Chrissy. Got you. And um, do you want to leave your socials again for the the ignorant niggas that ain't listening? Sure. It's going to be complicated underscore Chrissy, and that's going to be on Instagram on Facebook, I just have a complicated Chrissy page that you can follow. Um, it'll have just blog posts that I do, just a little bit of everything. If you need that dose of inspiration, you can go over there and get that. If your heart's been broken, you need to just think and cry. I got some things that'll make you think and cry. Word. Um, we just Word. got a little bit of everything. Awesome. Awesome, Brittany. Susie, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your time with us to, to talk about your experiences and your 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 book. And, and as soon as the restock comes in, I can't wait. I got you. I got you. Crack it open. All right. I got you. All right. I appreciate you. No doubt. No doubt. Listen, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on a whole bunch of different platforms. Um, we try to come to y'all every week with some dope shit. And when I have somebody that's in my life that I care about that's doing some dope shit, I will bring them on here to share it with you. Thank y'all for listening. I'll talk to y'all next week. Yeet it!